When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Pro Wrestling Vault. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Barrett Brown, Ricky Morton, Wardell Walker, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 400 photos from the independent scene. Get your book today by going to Russellville.com. Russellville. It's where wrestling lives. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Avril Lavigne's favorite wrestler, the Savage Technician, Braxton Hunter, and you are listening to the Wrestleville Podcast. Stay tuned for Vinny Barry. You're listening to the Wrestleville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Barry, and my guest this episode is Braxton Hunter, professional wrestler of six years. Hello, Braxton. How are you? Hey, how's it going, man? I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for giving me your time. I really do appreciate it. Of course, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes. Okay. So I came across you a couple years ago. You wrestle in the Gulf Coast. I was working on a book that had a lot of wrestlers featured in the book, and I came across some pictures of you. That's how I uh, got familiar with you, and uh, we have some mutual friends. We know a couple people in the business, so we're connected like that. What is it that you know you like about wrestling? I'm sure that's the the physical activity. There's a community, right? There's got to be a sense of community, maybe uh, a family sense of family. What what is it for you? Oh, no, you're absolutely right. It, it's kind of a mix of all of those things. Um, and also, like, I'm I'm a very creative uh, person. I have a one of those minds that just doesn't stop. I, I, you know, at a young age, I was diagnosed with ADHD, and I, I was never really treated for it until I became an adult. Like, actually, I, I want to say this year, like, me looking into it and, you know, trying to work out on those things. Um, but with that comes like, like I said, my mind's never stopping. So like pretty much in my entire life, like going through school and all of that, just all I ever thought about was wrestling. Um, so it gives me that creative outlet to be able to express myself in those ways. Um, not only do I wrestle, I, I run a promotion as well, movement wrestling. And that just kind of, because you can wrestle all you want, but it's still kind of up to somebody else what you're allowed to do when it comes to building stories and who you're going to wrestle and all all that stuff. So running promotion, um, that, that's been great for me as well. But yeah, uh, creativity. Um, I was never an athletic person um, until I got into wrestling. I've never really tried much in sports or anything like that because I, I didn't like them. Um, but my parents were like, go play football with your brothers or go play baseball, do something. Um, but I never 
I never enjoyed any of that. But once I got into wrestling, I was like, oh, I can do a standing nip up. I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> never thought of that coming. Um, and then the family aspect of it as well. Yeah, I've, I've met so many people in the business that I would consider like, my best friends I tell my wife all the time like I have no real friends like in my personal life like maybe a couple but like all my friends are wrestlers and, and I always thought that weird like a lot of the old guys would be like oh never go find real friends in wrestling everybody's gonna screw you over everybody's out for themselves I'm like hey man I've, I've had a totally different experience you know <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, and and I found some really good friends too. You know, I meet a lot of people in the business. There's some people I I probably, you know, probably wouldn't go much more than a business conversation, right? But then there's some that, you know, they'll call and check on you and see how you're doing. It's like, wow, you know, these are good. These are good people. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. So uh, yeah, that's good. That's good. Now, <laughs> you know. You were talking about watching wrestling when you were were, were young. Who, who were some of the wrestlers that might have caught your attention? Ah, uh, man. Ever since I can remember, um, even to this day, uh, Jeff Hardy's always been like my favorite wrestler in the entire world, and um, nobody can like you say Jeff Hardy. Everyone's like, oh, well, you know, there's issues. Like, yeah, you know, whatever. You know, he's clean now. That's cool, but. Uh, no, he, he and I, I guess like a lot of people had like the same, you know, I thought I was different for liking Jeff Hardy. But then you get older and it's like, yeah, no, everybody like loved Jeff Hardy because he was just that edgy, you know, colorful hair doing like swan time. He was, he was just awesome. Yeah, him and his brother together can, you know. Some of the things that they would do together was really jaw dropping, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I like to say they kind of—I don't want to say them alone, but they kind of changed like a certain style of wrestling whenever they, you know, came up. Um, and I don't think they, yeah, they're kind of known as one of the greatest tag teams of all time. But I still don't think they get enough credit for what they really did. Right. And, and, you know, when I think about those guys, not, not huge, not huge guys at all. Right. But willing to take risks, willing to uh, really push the envelope on almost death defying yeah. stunts. Right. Okay. You know, so yeah, though they, they definitely came in riding, riding on a different horse, you know, and, you know, if they, if they didn't, uh, change or maybe they kind of set the tone of how it was going to be i guess is what yeah. i'm trying to say yes when i I'm, I'm sure when people stepped in the ring with those two guys or or you know in singles matches they they knew that you know hey gotta bring my a game right because they are oh, absolutely and, and to keep up that that workload and that style and that pace for as long as they did. I mean, only within the last few years have they like really kind of started slowing down just because their bodies can't keep up anymore. Right. So that, that, that's impressive in and of itself. Right. Right. Absolutely. Talk a little bit about some of the promotions that you work with and, and what the scene is like in the Gulf coast, 
Uh, so a lot of the promotions I work for down here. Uh, so we got Pro Wrestling 225, which is like those guys are beyond amazing at everything they do from their storylines to their matches. Like the Louisiana wrestling scene alone was in a very bad place as I was coming into the business or it's like just kind of phasing out of that like, bad phase. Um, but Pro Wrestling 225 quickly like picked up and became like one of those top companies, like almost to the level that it could compete with like any, you know, top indie, I would say. Um, then Movement Wrestling, which is my company, I don't like to, you know, brag on it too much, but I try to create like a an alternative to like what other Louisiana companies are doing um, as far as like talent, um, just the entire vibe of the show. I want it to be different. Like if every other company is doing WWE or like Impact or whatever, they're doing that style of wrestling, well, then I want to be New Japan on, on my side of the spectrum, just to give the fans something different. Um, and then Revolt Pro Wrestling is another good one. Um, I think they recently got bought out by Diamond Championship Wrestling. Um, Elite Championship Wrestling out in Pensacola, Florida. I was their junior heavyweight champion for about a year or so. Um, had a lot of fun over there. I think they've recently uh, closed up shop for a little while. Um, they got like some management stuff going on. So they're just trying to get all of that figured out. Um, yeah, and, and I don't wrestle for a lot of companies like um, I was the word I'm looking for, um, like continuously. I, I like to jump around a bunch and, you know, meet different opponents, do different things, try different styles. Um, there's only like a handful of companies that I like actually commit to on like a long-term basis because I, I'm just one of those guys. I can't just stay here and like do one thing, you know? Right, right. Variety. Well, talk a little bit about your company. How long has it been in business and where do you run? And talk a little bit about it. So Movement Wrestling has been active since January of 2020. Um, with that being said, we've only had four events um, because it's just life and me being young and all that. And COVID, of course, kind of messed this up when we, we had a 2020, we had a full calendar of events ready to go. And the day before our second show, which would be uh, Movement Wrestling's Dark Arts, COVID hit and we got shut down like the day before. Just had to tell everybody they you know, couldn't come, all that. Um, and after that, just life kept hitting. Um, so we tried to run events as, as much as we could. Um, but Coming up next year, we have a bunch of stuff planned. Um, we can start running quarterly again. We run out of Cecilia, Louisiana, which is just outside of uh, Lafayette. Um, and yeah, just trying to bring a more wrestling-based product to Louisiana because a lot of the companies out here, they like to do entertainment. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love like that side of wrestling. But I want a I want the fans to see like, yeah, these guys, they can entertain you, but they can also go because there are a lot of really good guys out here. And there are also a lot of good people that I want to bring in to complement the guys that we have. So that that's kind of my whole mission with movement. And 
hey, maybe the fans will get it, maybe they won't, but it's worth a shot, you know? Well, I know there's a a ton of talented wrestlers over there. I mean, yeah, I mean, you guys are are really blessed to just have some of the talent that, that you guys have, you know, so good. It, it, it's good. And, you know, there's it's good to have a variety and it's good to have competition, right? Because competition pushes everybody to to work hard, right? Absolutely. 100%. Talk a little <laughs> bit about your wrestling schedule and how often you get out. And, and, you know, we were talking off camera before and that, you know, you're trying to uh, kind of stretch your wrestling area out a little bit away from the Gulf coast area, which is, there's a lot of places down there. Right. But, but you kind of described it as a bubble and you're trying to get out of that bubble a little bit. Some, tell me some of the places that you're, you're, you know, branching out to. Absolutely. Um, So for the better part of like the first five, four, four or five years of my career, um, I started hot. Like I was on the road with Alex Cruz and Dale Springs and guys like that. I had my debut match January, not January July 15th, 2017. And from that weekend or from that Saturday till like almost the next year, I wasn't home at all. Like on weekends, like I was just going, like I hit, I say between 12 and 15 states my first year. And that momentum just kind of kept going up until like, I want to say when COVID hit, that was like the longest I'd gone without wrestling. And I was still wrestling at least once, twice a month. Like we, uh, Battle Zone Championship Wrestling out of Mississippi, um, they found a loophole to where they could run these shows in like this like backwoods fire department storage building where like half of the arena is curtained off and there are fire trucks like where the locker room's supposed to be and then there's like a ring and they put like you know 50 to 100 people in this like small building so we were still wrestling yeah at least like two times a month during like peak covid um and then once all that kind of started dying down, it was just back to business as usual. It's kind of funny. Um, this past December, I took like a hiatus for about seven months just because like I had like a lot of personal issues and like stuff that I wanted to like, I would call them like issues that were like really bad enough to like take me out of wrestling, but just things that I felt I wanted to better about myself. It's kind of like a personal growth type uh, hiatus. Um, and I, I'm just getting back. I've had three and four matches. Um, so just kind of getting back into the swing of things. But when you get in the ring and you have a match and like it goes great, and you come back to the back and you're like, I'm ready for the next one. It's like, I'm just kind of easing back in. So like, I, I got to slow myself down sometimes um, sure. and focus on the, uh, the quality and not the quantity of the. Uh, uh, of the matches and the places I work for. You also participate in jujitsu, right? 
I do. I do. It, that that is a, a, a chess game, right? <laughs> like you wouldn't believe it is uh <laughs> I'm still a white belt, so I, I suck, but uh <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny, man. I, I like to joke with some of the guys, like like you know, you can feel like your muscles twitch when you're about to move, and like that's when I know how to get you. Like, what? I'm like, yeah, watch this. And involuntarily they'll like kind of make their muscles twitch. Like I'm just messing with you. I don't think it's a real thing. But then again, I'm still white, so I don't know. <laughs> Well, I have some friends uh, that practice, you know, and do mm-hmm. do the sport. And I've I've never tried it, but I've I've watched them many, 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 many times on the mat. And you know, it, it's it's definitely something else, you know. And it's funny is like, uh, the, I don't see them tap out, but they always say, "Hey." You know, because they're always they were always trying to talk me into it, and I said, eh, "I don't know, I don't know it well enough." They go, "Yeah, but you can always top out." I said, "Yeah, but you guys don't." <laughs> they said, "Yeah, we don't need to." I need to tap out. We're not. <laughs> I don't tap out. I'm just like waiting until they're like, "Hey, you're about to pass out, or your ankle's about to break." I'm like, "Well, then stop. I give up." <laughs> uh, no. <sighs> Jiu-jitsu is one of those things, man. Like, I, it's kind of like wrestling. If I don't do it for like an extended amount of time, like it just starts to like eat away at me. I'm like, I feel like I'm not doing enough. Or like I'll get like in these like weird, like I want to say like depressed moods, but like I just feel off. Right. <clears throat> like that's the seven months away from wrestling. Yeah. Like as a person, I grew up a lot and, and I matured a bunch. Uh, but there was, it still felt like there was like this this hole that just needed to be filled. Um, and but I was still ju- doing jujitsu at the time. So it's like, yeah. I, I guess I just uh, want my cake and like uh, my mom used to say, I want my cake and I want to eat it too. <laughs> right, right. Hey, so what <laughs> what is the furthest that you've wrestled away from your your home area? Uh, see, I wrestled. Pretty far north. I don't know if it's the farthest, but one like really weird um, fact: I wrestled in the Mrs. High School one time in um, Ohio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was a uh, weird. Was, I didn't know until like the show was like halfway done. They're like, yeah, yeah, it's the Mrs. High School. There's like a little plaque of them over there. I'm like, yeah, that's hey, what what a story that guy's got, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Right? He was on the real world. I actually yeah. was following the real world the season he was on it. Right. <laughs> and and I would have never thought that he would be the wrestler who he is today. And he talked about wrestling all the time on that show. Right. Yeah, yeah at this point. He's, he's be gotta be he's got to be up there with like the goats i mean i know a lot of people don't like him because of his wrestling style and all that but you can't argue what he's done for the business no absolutely not you i I agree with you i agree with you yeah there's always going to be you know um haters right oh yeah i mean but you know they're they're the people on like the internet and like the little trolls and stuff like yeah I'm like the biggest like New Japan fan there is. Like that's the style of wrestling like I love and like I try to incorporate into my style as well. 
But they're like, oh, he doesn't wrestle like that, so he sucks. I'm like, ah, we both guys. Different styles of wrestling. And I mean, you can't argue he's like a two time WWE champion. So yeah, and and it's <laughs> it's obvious that he puts in the work, right? I mean, yeah, you, you know, throughout his career, his his body has been in in you know great shape. You know, he's he he wrestles, he works hard, he takes bumps, he's he can talk. I mean, you know, yeah, and the guy looks like a million bucks too. You know, so he definitely has the personality for. For the business, you know, so yeah. yes, you you can definitely. Uh, I think we'll see him in a book about wrestling years down the road, right? I mean, he's gonna oh. be. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's if he doesn't have his own. Yeah, <laughs> he hey. have like an autobiography or something, right? If they don't, if they don't credit him as one of the the greatest, I mean, he could probably come up in that conversation with with no problem, you know. Absolutely. What What do you think about Jericho? I'm really really impressed with the way that he can evolve you know the just his <laughs> the way he changes his character i mean throughout the the year he probably you know what last year the year before he probably did it about six seven times right i mean yeah <laughs> jericho was one of my one of my influences actually um kind of influenced like my style of wrestling um a, a lot of guys like that the uh i want to say the height range from about five seven to like six foot like not super big but they're all like those technical guys they're very technically sound but they can also do like just a little bit of like the i call it the american high flying style which like before all the indie stuff was just like guys that do drop kicks and you know maybe you'll see like a cool cross body from them uh stuff like that but they were always called high flyers even though it's like um, but yeah, no, Jericho was like a pretty big influence on me. I, I used to use the code breaker as like a finish for a while. Um, but yeah, just just because of that reason, man, he's always been able to reinvent himself. And regardless of like what character he was doing, his in ring work never suffered because of it. Like he's always been consistent as far as like in ring work goes. Right, right. And as a wrestler, you know, do you think about things like that too? You know, like how are how are you going to reinvent? braxton hunter and who is braxton hunter i mean do you you think about that stuff and and do you have ideas that you know hey a year from now i'd like to try this or you have ideas kind of you know uh for the future i'm in the midst of that like right now as we speak um so for the longest time i was um i i'm so little backstory like throughout high school and stuff i was like you know punk slash emo kind of kids so i when i first got into wrestling i had this um my character um or my character my moniker um which everybody messed up so it like ruined the whole thing um the idea was like if you ever played kingdom hearts um it was based off of like sora from that game so i was gonna be the prince of heart like in a sense of like Johnny Johnny Gargano, he was like all heart for a while. Like in, in terms of like he's that underdog baby face who never like gives up. He's always fighting. He's always trying to like, you know, get to that next level. But they just put an S at the end of the moniker. So they would call me the Prince of Hearts, no matter how many times I was like Prince of Heart. And like that kind of ruined it because then it's like, 
oh well like he's like a prince of this magical land of hearts and it's like a disney prince or something i was like you guys don't get me so from there i i kind of evolved a little bit not much just kind of a, a little tweak of the character to a the uprising which is just the generic um and, and from there I, I did a heel turn at my home promotion at the time um elevate pro and that's when like the character i've i'll say character it was, it was just, i finally just started being myself in wrestling um and that's when i you know turned into the black rose and avril Lavigne's favorite wrestler and all that stuff kind of came about. I, I started a tag team with one of my buddies, Brandon Law. Um, and then the tag team broke up two years later. And, you know, but I, I was, I've just kind of been stuck as like that for the longest time. And yeah, I, like currently as we speak, I'm, I'm changing my body up a lot. I've I dropped, I want to say 45 pounds within the last like, six months. Um, I, I've, matured a lot so with all that i'm like my wrestling character it's time to evolve that too um so i've got some pretty cool stuff coming up with that that uh i'm not quite ready to touch on yet but it's gonna be a uh pretty significant change i'm investing a lot of money into gear and stuff that i don't see a lot of people doing on the indies like there, there's some people with some cool gear but as far as like um going that extra mile to just make it stand out I, I very seldomly see that so i'm investing a lot in that um because that's a major part of it you you're changing kind of the character and the style so you, the look is a big part of it and, um, yeah and it's uh, important and it's important to stay on top of that too right so oh really, yeah yeah absolutely because you can buy like i can say all this stuff right now and buy one cool set of gear but if that's the only thing i do i buy that one set of gear and i just wear it for the next you know three four years it'll lose its luster after i know maybe the first first six months to a year so yeah there's definitely something you got to stay on top of has there been a a match that you wrestled in with with an opponent that um, you were like, wow, I can't believe I'm wrestling this person. Man, when I wrestled the Rock and Roll Express, um, it was one of those moments where it just kind of clicked because we didn't do much. Um, and it was in my hometown, um, like in my junior high gym in front of like 600 people. And I'm standing on the apron. I remember this exact moment where, like, this light bulb clicked in my mind. <clears throat> where we're the heels, they're the babies. And, like, we're, you know, Brandon's in there. He's, I, I can't remember exactly what he was doing, but it was just, like, an arm bar or something. And I'm, like, looking around. And, like, the crowd's, like, dual chanting 337 rock and roll. And, like, I'm looking around the crowd. I'm, like, trying to shut him up. And then, like, I just look. And I'm, like oh shit we haven't done anything i haven't bumped at all this match and they're just like losing it yeah they're already crazy. into it right yeah and like we're deep into the match at this point i want to say we're like almost 10 minutes in and like i'm just like hold on i haven't bumped yet i haven't done like 
anything but like uh like a comedy spot with ricky and like argued with fans and like argued with my tag partner about like almost punching him and like they're just it's like okay yep that makes sense <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah yeah. Oh, yeah yeah and and you can't ask to step in the ring with anyone better no matter no matter what their age is right absolutely 100 yeah. i mean they they uh they they sealed the deal, you know, when it you know broke the mold when it comes to tag teams and and how to how to do it right. So oh yeah, and and even like in the locker rooms, it's super weird because I've been in multiple locker rooms with them since. One of them will be telling a story, and when it's like the other one can be like out of sight, out of mind. When it comes time for his part of the story, like they'll just randomly walk through the door. Hey man, you telling that story? Hold on. Yeah, you right here. Yeah, so well, yeah, that's whenever we're doing this, that, and the other. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. One picks up where the other one leaves off, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I bet. yeah because they've been around each other all their lives. Right. All right. <laughs> well, hey man, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Real quick, how can fans find you on social media? Uh, I'm on Facebook at Brax Hunter. Um, Instagram Brax Hunter PR. Um, I'm on Brainbuster Tees. If you guys are looking for merch, um, I'm, I think it's just Braxton Hunter on there. I, I'm not very familiar with it yet. I'm just kind of learning it. And then my YouTube uh, Braxton Hunter. I think it's just Braxton Hunter on there as well. Yeah. And then Movement Wrestling. Um, same thing on all those platforms: Movement Wrestling, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all that. All right. <laughs> well, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing some more from your your company and seeing you in action hopefully i get to see you in texas 100 all right man well thank you for coming on the show yes sir thanks for having me you're welcome you're listening to the russellville podcast where wrestling lives Tracy Smothers, Harley Race, Tim Storm, Bushwhacker Luke, Bobby Fulton. The, the Pro, Pro Wrestling, Wrestling Vault, Vault Volume, Volume 1. 1. Bill Dundee, Super Mex Hernandez, C.W. Anderson, Ricky Morton, Sir Moe, and many others share their stories of determination, triumph, and, and sorrow. sorrow. Get your book today at Russellville.com or at Amazon.com. Russellville, Russellville. it's a wrestling, wrestling.